Welcome to Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hineri Elon. Today, we'll talk to a Gen Z who's living her best life. Please don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. My guest today is Kira Lung. Kira is from Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, and came to Canada in 2015 as an international student. And fast forward eight years, she is now a proud Canadian citizen. Kira is currently a web developer working at a news media company. In her free time, she loves going on walks with her favorite podcasts, learning everything from personal development to self-care practices, mindfulness, and intentional living. Great things to learn for a Gen Z. Welcome to Life Expressions, Kira. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the great introduction, too. Of course. And Kira, tell me, why did you decide to go to Canada to study? Um, that's an interesting question. Studying abroad has some has always been something that I, I know that I would do. When I back in the middle of school, it's just something that me and my family talked about. We I love to go around, I love to travel and you know, go outside of my comfort zone to to be on my own, to be independent. And, you know, so we decided to do that right after I graduated from high school. And actually Canada was not my first choice. At that time I was, you know, very passionate about you know boy bands in UK that I just want to follow going to London to follow my friend girl dream but then Canada came up as an option and I'm like that's actually not good and like you said fast forward eight years I, I haven't regretted my choice and I'm really glad that I made the decisions to come to Canada and it's glad I've been great here yeah that's great and I heard that you were also a scholar you got a scholarship from a university or a college here in Canada yeah, I did. So I attended an American school, that, which had a location here in Vancouver, BC. And I got a pretty good, it was 60, around 65% um, scholarship at that time. And that was actually one of the um, the biggest factor why I decided to come to, come to Canada. Because yeah, you know, scholarship is definitely a great financial help yeah. for me and my family. And you came here all by yourself. Tell me about your experience in coming all by yourself here in Vancouver. It was definitely not easy, but at the same time, it's not too hard. It just, it's like I said, I love to, you know, going outside of my comfort zone, going to travel. So when I came here, lucky for me is that we already, me and my family and also the agency that we worked with already arranged a homestay for me. So I have someone to, you know, have somewhere to stay. I already have accommodations figured out. So stay with the family. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm grateful for my host, host family at that time as well. And until today, we still keep in contact. And they were one of the few, that we were one of the first ones who introduced me to the city, to the Canadian culture. They would, you know, take me to Thanksgiving dinners and we celebrate Christmas together and do some, cook, uh, you know, Christmas bakings, all of that. And I'm just really grateful for them to have them to help me like into slowly integrate in the, into the Canadian culture. And, um, you know, aside from that, everything else on my own, like, you know, going to school, balancing between school and work, you know, looking for my first part-time job is all, you know, little challenges that I have overcome by myself, but it's just those obstacles that help build me, the, you know, into the person I am today, and I'm always, always grateful for the experience. Yes, so what is the best and most memorable experience in the span of eight years that you've had so far? This is probably biased, not biased, but like it just happened so recently. So it's at the top of my mind right now. But I recently got my um, citizenship. So it was just a month ago and it was wow. really a big achievement. It is definitely like um, 
like a stamp of approval from the country or like you know for, for, yeah thank you for you know for all of my hard work and resilience and you know for for keep away pushing even though it's hard so you know eight years been a long time and just finally have that stamp of approval have that achievement have that check mark checked it's feel really great i i took actually i took some time to kind of sit by myself and reflect on the years I've passed, the challenges that I overcame, and just just feel really, really proud of myself for the things that I've done and for, for the journey I've taken so far. Yeah. Speaking about the things that you've done so far that you have uh, achieved, of course, number mm-hmm. one is now you're a Canadian citizen. But between those times, what are the achievements that you take pride for yourself and you go back home and to your family you share with them that hey I've done this I've I've achieved this what are those things I honestly off the top of my head I couldn't think of the biggest achievement that I've that I you know that I've achieved so far based on the little wins that I celebrate throughout the um you know the whole journey like for example finishing my first semester getting all A's graduated Um, you know, getting internship and getting my first job and then jumping jobs and all of those little tiny wins that I celebrate along the way is what keep me going. And so it's something that, again, like I said, it's an achievement which I, which I can look back and see how far I've come and then give me the motivation and courage to keep going forward. Yeah, I think that is very important, celebrating the small victories, as you mm-hmm. see, because it is totally. one step at a time for you. And then yeah. now you can finally spread your wings. And of course, you can do that when you enjoy the victories and the little achievements that you uh, experience along the way. And uh, now that you're a Canadian citizen, what's next for you? Um. So... Hmm. Honestly, though, even before becoming Canadian, I already already have like big plans ahead of me. And you know, now with this, again, stamp of approval. Now I'm like you know freely to make my own decisions and can you know move around and do all the things that I wanted to do. So actually, in the upcoming years in 2024, I have planned to move to Calgary. But before that, I'll probably take an extended break to be at, um, to, to visit home with my family. I'm going to be there for a couple of months and then just make my big move in spring 2024 to Calgary. Wow. It's going to be a big change for, wow. oh, yeah, the big change that I'm going to make. And it's going to, again, be a step out of my comfort zone. But I'm kind of nervous, kind of scared, but also very excited for it. Why the move? Why are you planning and ha- why have you decided to move to Calgary? Um. It's, I feel like I've been, I, I want to change up scenery. That That's uh, one of the, the biggest thing is I want to change up scenery and I kind of looking for a challenge as well. I, <laughs> yeah, it's just something that in the back of my mind, something like I ran, I think I, vis- I visited Calgary back in 2017. I think it was first time and I went back for a few more times and I, I like the city. I like the life there. It, it's just, it's not too big of a city, but it's also not too small. So I get this medium style. I think it's a good place for me to kind of settle down, maybe um, build a new life and see where I'll get there. Because right now, as much as I live lovely in Vancouver, I'm also craving for something new, craving for a new challenge. So moving to Calgary might, might be a good fit for me. But if it's not, it's okay. I, I can always move back. There's always options. I'm not tied out to a city, but I just want to be there to experience a, new, a different environment and maybe reinvent myself a little bit too. 
Oh, that's great. Like I have noticed like in a span of a few minutes, you have mentioned getting out of your comfort zone, wanting to try something new. You always have that feeling. You always want to seek that challenge. Why is that? Um, it keeps me inspired and motivated, to be honest, you know, new experience. And it doesn't always have to be moving to a new country or moving to a new city. It could be simply maybe visit a new place in the city. I love talk, um, you know, going on walks, as you introduced me earlier. And sometimes I just walk around the key here in the West or maybe along the street, looking at new stores. Sometimes maybe talk to some people that I haven't talked or discover new podcasts. Like I always crave for new experience. And sometimes it's big ones, sometimes it's small one. But, you know, it, it's those new experience keeps me going and keep me all, you know, inspired and motivated in um, everyday life. Yes. You've mentioned um, you wanted a new scenery. Does that follow that you're also going to have new job you're also gonna explore something new with your career when you move to Calgary um I think I'm gonna stick to you know working as a web developer I love I, I love work you know the work that I'm doing I love being in this field but also what I appreciate is that there's this field itself very broad I can work in different industry I can be in banking right now I'm in news and media but I can you know look at looking more into a tech or maybe fintech or banking or any other industry because I feel like there's always a demand for web development or and perhaps a little bit marketing as well because that's also a part of my background so I believe that the the road is open there's a lot of opportunities and I'm kind of very excited to explore them. Wow that's great Akira. How about the challenges in between, we have talked about your victories, your achievements, and then you getting out of your comfort zone. Aren't you looking forward to new challenges as well? But what are the challenges, the biggest challenges that you have uh, faced over the years? Yeah, the biggest challenge is now that you I don't know, I, one thing just came to my mind immediately and it doesn't have much to do with my new, new you know, going outside of my comfort zone. But this is actually um, a kind of vulnerable thing to share. But one of my biggest challenges that I overcame is actually my breakup with my uh, previous boyfriend, which happened, I believe, in 2021. And, you know, before that, he has always been like the rock of my life. He's been like our life has also been like entangled intertwined like he was there for all of my achievement up to that time like getting my first job graduated internships everything so now without that person I honestly I was scared you know right out to that I'm like oh I don't know if I can do this on my own I don't know if, how do I gonna go for without this person in my life anymore but also that experience itself it makes me much stronger and also it builds so much of my confidence because now looking back I'm like yes I was in that position I was in that low point but I overcame it and now I feel so much stronger I feel so much more capable and just I have so much more trust in myself anymore so I don't feel like I have to rely on a person or have another person who can go that long path with me I can be my own person and go on this own path of you know for myself with wow. myself wow how did you do that? How did you overcome that heartbreak? And how did you uh, get back on your feet after that big breakup? You know, one thing that I've learned throughout that whole experience is to always, not always, but um, yeah, always reach out to people. Um, you know, before that, I was actually quite close up and shy. And I'm like, I, I don't want to be vulnerable because actually it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable with other people because you don't know how they're going to receive it and how they're going to, take it right so 
but throughout that experience, I learned that as long as I'm willing to open up myself, open to, uh, you know, willing to ask for help, there's always be someone there, uh, be there for me and will be that, per, you know, car carry me through these um, low moments of my life. So I always grateful for those people. So yeah, that's the biggest lesson is to willing to to reach out for help when we need because we don't have to do this by myself, by on our own. There will be all the support system, friends, family, or even coworkers. They were also helping me throughout that time as well. And it's all because I was open enough and be courageous enough to let them know, hey, this is what I'm going through, and they would just so graciously be there for me, and I'm I'm forever forever grateful for that. That's great. Yeah. Being vulnerable and open mm-hmm. to other people takes a lot of courage and sincerity for them to open up to you and give you support as well. Mm-hmm, totally. And yeah, yeah, vulnerability is actually one of the foundations to create um, relationships. And yeah. once, you know, for example, I opened up and the parents were like, oh, yeah, I'm actually going through the same thing. And I, I actually knew how you feel. And then that, is, that got us so much closer. And that was that build up our relationship and we're just getting so much um, like closer after that experience. Yeah. It's good that you have a support system. How about mm-hmm. self-care? You're into self-care practices. What do you do to make sure that you take care of yourself? Um, so I am an introvert, so I'm very intentional about how I spend my time. As much as I love, you know, going out, going on walks, maybe talking to people and, you know, be involved in more community activity, but I'm also very um, intentional about protect my own time. So I need, after I go out with people, I, I need the time to just be with myself. Sometimes I don't even have any uh, music or any podcast on. I just sit there or lie there and think about life and, you know, daydreaming, all of that. Um, so the other time that I decided to journal or meditate, it just, you know, taking the time to look inward after looking outward, um, to to just be with myself and be happy um, with who I am, to um, understand my experience, my thought process, and just a lot of self-discovery. And from those experience, then I get to know myself better. So, you know, when I'm sad and I go, oh, yeah, that is actually what triggered me. That's what made me sad. Now, next time, if something happened, I can do something differently so that I'm not being in that position anymore. Wow. But also, I, one thing I do want to mention is it's okay to be sad. Like, our feelings yes. are valid. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry about something. The best thing to do is not to submerge it, but to understand it. So see what triggers it so that we can, you know, act differently the next time. I totally agree with that. Self-awareness is very important mm-hmm. for you to take care of yourself, acknowledge your feelings. And of course, when you understand that feelings, you can move forward right? Totally. Yes, yes. But Kira, even if you're an introvert, you are a very good speaker. You, shall I say, you thrive in Toastmasters. In fact, you're the president of Telecom Toastmasters. Tell me, what triggered you to join Telecom Toastmasters and to step Mm -hmm. up as president of the club? Well, my journey with Toastmaster actually began a long time ago. I can't believe you know, when I first came to Canada. And it was actually my my university has a Toastmaster club. And I attended that guest. And I was in, invited to do a table topic, which I bombed. <laughs> I just did it so bad. And I feel you know so intimidated by all of the great speakers. And I disappeared from the club for years. 
And, but, you know, throughout my experience, I know that, oh yeah, English was not my first language. So I processed information a bit differently than the other people. My communication was not at its best. There's so much thing I could do to improve my, my speaking skills. So I'm like, maybe Toastmaster is one of the thing I could, you know, I could join and improve myself. But it's just that fear, you know, that experience scarred me for years until um, I think 2021. I was like, I should do it because I know that it's going to help me. And I know that it's hard. Maybe I will be, you know, I might bump another table topic. I will be embarrassed and whatnot, but I'm just going to do it. Just take that path and go with. So that's what I did. I, you know, messaged the club. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I want to join as a guest. And I saw it, that's what I did. And we went to the club and the club, oh my God, they were so supportive. They was such a great environment. I wasn't feeling intimidated at all. I actually feel, feel very welcome and encouraged and supported by all of the members, even though I was not a member at that time. And that encouraged me to take that step, to commit it to Toastmaster. I'm like, I'm going to do this every Monday so I can be a better version of myself, be a better communicator. And um, also better friends because, you know, communication is the core of everything. Now that I can communicate my feeling better, communicate, um, you know, certain topics better, then I can be a better friend, better, uh, you know, family members to other people. So that, that's what it is. And, you know, about the decision to be president, it was actually not... <laughs> Not my, not 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 my decision to be. Is that what I say? It just you know taking one step another, being encouraged by other people. At that time, I was being a VP of Education, so being that positions. And when the election come up, you know my fellow executive was very encouraging, encouraging me, you know, to take this position. I was like, I don't think I could do that because again, I joined the club very recently. I don't feel like I have the experience to be a president yet. But they were like, no, you can do it. Like, we, we've seen so much potential in you. We know you're going to really reach. I'm like, okay. I mean, if you have so much trust in me, then I should have that trust in myself. Well, so just take that leap of faith. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And um, so far, I think we've been, we've been doing a pretty good job. I like how the, I love how the club is going. I think we're growing. We're going in the right path. And it's working out so far. Yeah, and I would definitely agree with that. When I came into Telecom Toastmasters, I have felt the welcoming atmosphere and I have seen your leadership. Of course, when I when I joined, I said, oh, this is a great club. This is a club where you can thrive personally and professionally. And yes, true enough, your communication skills are being further developed by, uh, the, by the group of people that continually support you. And you have mentioned also that, um, yes, you were fearful, but in every step that you take, you intentionally try to overcome that fear and to get out of your comfort zone to do the things that you know you need to do to become a better mm -hmm. version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes so, it's about taking. Yeah, sorry. So and so I say sometimes it's about taking that step. That even though it's so hard, even though it's just every fiber of my body, every cell of my body saying, no, I don't think you can do it. But, you know, just take that leap of faith and believe in the journey, believe in the process. And I believe that we're going to get there at one point. Yeah, I think that's the true meaning of courage. Doing the things that you need to do, even if you are afraid of doing it, but because you know that you've got to do it, you just do it. That's great, yeah. Kira. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, actually, I, that reminds me of a quote that I read. And I, I, I cannot, um, I don't remember the exact word, but basically what it says is that being courageous doesn't mean that you don't have any fear. It, being, it means doing the things regardless of having fear. Yes, that is so true. And you are one brave Gen Z who's living her best life right now here in Vancouver and soon going to move to Calgary. That's a different scenery and definitely different weather. <laughs> Are you ready for oh. that? Um, I don't know. I don't think I would ever be ready for everything. But again, I have, I trust that everything's going to work out. I'm going to just going to jump and see where I'm going to land at. And I trust myself that I have the the potential to overcome whatever you know being thrown at me oh that's wonderful Kira if you can talk to your fellow Gen Z who is mm -hmm. trying to live their best life like you what would you say to that fellow Gen Z mm -hmm. I have two things to um actually so first is be courageous like I said, um, you know, step up, we'll be willing to step out of your comfort zone. And again, being courageous doesn't mean that you don't have any fear. It's just taking that step regardless of fear. And the other thing also in line with that previous uh, first advice is to trust the process. It's things going to be okay, even though it doesn't seem like so at this point. Things, you know, just trust the process and keep following the path. Maybe it um it's it will turn out to be okay, even though it might be a bit different from what we expect or something that we have hoped for, but it's gonna be all okay at the end of the day, at the end of the journey. So, you know, be courageous, take that path and believe the journey that you're taking. It's wonderful. It's about the journey, it's about the process and being courageous enough to take that process, right? Mm -hmm. And so Kira, what's next for you? Apart from the fact that you're moving to Calgary, what do you think is awaiting for Kira? Ooh, a new life in Calgary, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about um, you know moving there, being in environment. I ex I'm especially excited about exploring who I'm gonna be in Calgary. Like I said, a new environment probably bring out a new identity in me. Maybe I'll suddenly become an extrovert who knows or maybe I'll be an outdoor person I don't know that yet but we'll I get to find out and yes. I'm excited for that that's wonderful Kira thank you so much for your time thank you so much for sharing your experience and your story here with me on live expressions yeah thanks so much for having me of course <laughs> looking forward to talking to you more uh at Silicon Toastmasters Yes, totally. I'll see you next week. Yes, see you next week. Congratulations on being a Canadian citizen. Congratulations mm -hmm. on your decision to move and to further grow and to be the best version of yourself. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And so thank you so much for listening to Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hinati Elon, and my guest is Kira Lung. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Till next time here on Life Expressions. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share Life Expressions and post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. Or better yet, visit lifeexpressions.co and click support.